It's Mac and Andy after the show, episode 63, and today I've got a new world record, taking charge and a pricey mom. Ooh, mine's kind of scary this week. I got the opposite of deja vu, an iconic horror film villain question for you, and also Kevin Bacon, haunted in Connecticut. (laughs) Okay, uh, I have a new world's record. A Canadian dog's unusual skill has earned him a Guinness record when he removed... 21 socks from the feet of volunteers in one minute. Oh, really? So he goes over and takes their socks off. Just rips their socks off? So he did 21 socks in one minute. He's an, <laughs> it's an Australian shepherd named Deckery. And his owner, Miss Frazier, traveled to Italy to attempt the record. Now, Frazier issued commands, and he removed the socks from the feet of 11 women seated in a line. Now, he managed to remove 20 socks the first time. That tied the record from a California dog. And the second time... He got 21. I did not know this was a thing. I didn't either. I thought when the dogs, you know, mess with your shoes and your socks, that wasn't a good thing. So did she go for a competition or was it just to get into the Guinness Book? It was, it, it was, it was for, she went to Italy because Italy w- had some kind of special TV show that was doing world records or whatever. Oh. And she was doing this on the show. <laughs> so she took Daiquiri and uh, 21 socks later, a new world's record. So I want to know when the dog is at home and you don't want it to do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I, you, there's no way. I mean, how, how do you train him to you take it off? You can't tell it no. No, I mean that's got you where you're at. You got to yeah. let him do it now from until he's gone. I run this house, woman. That's right. <laughs> this is my house, Gus. See. <laughs> Okay, so we have all had that feeling of deja vu, right? Where oh, you yeah. feel like, I've been here, for, I remember this exact moment. It's the weirdest thing, right? It, re- it really is. Okay, so now there's something researchers have discovered that 94 participants had something in common um, of this. I don't know exactly how they did this research, but um, the opposite of deja vu is something called jamais vu. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm like, ooh, what is that? Uh, is the experience of something familiar, like a face, a song, or a word, suddenly feeling foreign to you? Wow. That happens to us. When you are recording, say, a commercial for someone, mm-hmm. uh, because that's part of our job that's or part do. of our business, Um And there's sometimes where you can't get a word right. For whatever reason, you're tripping over a word, right? Yeah, they've said it a thousand times. (laughs) So you keep saying it, and you keep saying it, and you keep saying it. And and the more you say it, the less it sounds right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the... and And so when they were doing this research, they would have people, like, write the same word over and over and over and over. And the more they wrote the word... Um, let's see. Researchers asked 94 participants to write common words repeatedly, and 70% stopped at least once due to the strange feeling because they would suddenly not recognize the word anymore. Really? It's wow. like, um, it, maybe it's that thing like if you go to dial a number that you dial all the time without thinking. Oh, yeah. If it's... you stop and think about it, you can't do it. Maybe that's jamais vu. Yeah, you just, you, you kind of grasp for that number that you know that you know, but you can't think of it. I've, I've done that several times, too. I didn't know there was a word for it, but no. I have definitely had that feeling like, okay, I remember one time the word community wouldn't come out right when I was trying to read <laughs> community in a, a commercial copy. And 
for the life of me. <laughs> you can't. You and just, then the more I looked at it, like the less it made sense. Like this, it looks completely. Why does this word look foreign to me today? I don't know. I get that with There's the phone. I get that with it. the phone numbers though. Yeah. You know, so if you, you stop that. and think about something you do all the time, like dialing a phone number, that must be why it um, is harder for you. Oh, Jamais yeah. vu. I mean, Jamais vu. Now you there's know. There's a number we call every morning <laughs> that fortunately it's written right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> so jamais vu is a thing, and that's the word for it when the next time you have that feeling. There you go. Uh, there's a Boston-based company uh, named Concierge Services for Students. They offer a second mom for college students. So if your kid's away at school, this lady, these women will be their second mom. (laughs) Now, they provide a surrogate parents to help students with everything from dorm decoration, uh, laundry to course selection, academic assistance. So, you know, they're doing a lot of things that mom did back home, right? Yeah. The company's founder, Tammy Kuhlman, Meets with their clients each month for dinner, sports events, and performances to kind of know you know where their clients are at, right? Mm-hmm. But get this, you know how much it cost? Ten thousand bucks a year. Jeez. I mean, yeah, you don't need to pay for it. There's always yeah. somebody willing to mother. You yeah. Know? <laughs> what you do is you befriend somebody, whether it's a, a male or female student that's from that town, and you got a mom right there. Mm-hmm. You know, but ten grand a year—that's. That's kind of steep. Well, it may, I wonder if the people that are doing it are making money. Then <laughs> I, I'm just I'm looking out for you. I'm looking out for you, Annie James. You could be a second mom, ten uh, grand a year. No, we got a college campus not far yeah, from here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I wonder if it's is it cash or do I have to report this money? Oh gosh, I don't know if I could go through it again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't want all the I don't want all the crap hey, that goes along with that. You got a kid over there uh, on campus oh, right yeah. now, so you, you should head over there and see if anybody. <laughs> hey, you want a dad? You need somebody to boss you around? I'm here. I'll do it for five grand and free beer. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm cheap. Okay. Hey, Kevin Bacon lives in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess there was a house next door to his property. And the homeowner was trying to sell it. Well, Kevin maybe was interested at one time. He told Rob Lowe this. Uh, on Rob's got a podcast Mm -hmm. and he was telling him this story about his next door neighbor and uh he said i can't the guy told me he couldn't sell me the property because it's haunted and i'm afraid that you'll get possessed (laughs) 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 and you knew do do some serious damage so uh they went back and forth on this haunted house thing before agreeing that the footloose actor would destroy the home within a month so he bought the property Okay. And then tore the house down. Wow. That's that's a long way to go to not have a haunted house. What's the what is the what is the movie where they their house was built on Indian burial grounds? Poltergeist. Oh, Poltergeist, yeah. Yes. Oh, ooh, listen, he said he explained the story behind the uh the supposed haunting. It was a long story that had to do with a Native American in the seventeen hundreds. Who had been murdered by a colonial soldier? Wow. The owner had had Ghostbusters there, and it was a whole long thing. Okay, so I would not mess with a none of that. No, no, no. <laughs> I've seen too many of those movies. I I, <laughs> I want to know what he did with the property, other yeah. than tear the house down. Um, oh, Does he go over there? Yeah, he well, probably just wanted to make sure he didn't have any neighbors. Yeah, I mean, he has that kind of money. Yeah.
<laughs> I'll buy that land, and I won't do nothing with it. Have you ever stayed at a La Quinta? Yes. Okay. It's three, been a while. Three Georgia residents uh, were recently in Nashville, Tennessee. Now, they get there. They're staying at a La Quinta. They discovered no employees at the front desk. Nobody's working. Oh, I saw this story. Uh, Kenzie Brooks, Aaron Howard, uh, Noraine Dobani checked themselves in and started answering calls, preparing breakfast for the other guests, and dealing with angry customers. I couldn't figure out for the life of me why they took it upon themselves to go to work for this hotel. I don't know. That they paid to stay there. And didn't I read something about their room being something, an issue with their room? (laughs) Uh, eventually, an employee from a nearby hotel came over and helped him out, right? Uh, Howard said their day got even crazier when they found a naked woman in their room. Yeah. Uh, the woman refused to leave and said she had been a guest in the room for two weeks. Uh, Howard's group asked to move to another hotel. And that was in Nashville? <laughs> that was, They're from Georgia. It was in Nashville, Tennessee, where it happened. Oh, my gosh. I well, just don't understand, like... I mean, it was nice of them to help out a little bit, but to you go know, to work. here's the thing with all the technology, it's I'm, saying, I'm here for a vacation. Now, yeah, give me my room free. I mean, the room doesn't have keys anymore. They just have, you know, like some kind of card. You know, back <laughs> in the day, you had a key that you go back and give them a so key. So the know? lady that had the key in the first place that they found in the room, uh-huh. there was no one at the hotel to swap out the whatever they do to digitally change the... Yeah, maybe she was there for two weeks. and may, Has it been two weeks since anybody worked there? I hope that they do that. I would assume that right, once they oh, give yeah, you the card yeah, and then the, you the check out, changes. that yeah, card char- doesn't work anymore. And right. They, okay. Oh, man. There's little, so much we don't know. <laughs> All right. So which horror film villain keeps you up at night, would you think? If you had to name one, uh, the scariest one to you. To me, the the, the scariest movie I saw the, at the very uh, uh, Freddy Krueger. That's the one. Fifty four percent of Americans named Fed, Freddy Krueger as the most iconic uh, horror film villain. Thirty nine percent picked Chucky. That stupid doll. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and thirty four percent selected Ghostface from Scream. That was kind of a weird look. I think, oh, gosh. Well, years back, it used to be, for me, Michael Myers, but then they kept making sequels to Halloween, and the more sequels they made, the dumber it got, to the point where I started rooting for Michael. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that was the beauty of it. I mean, it was kind of the same thing with Friday the 13th. (laughs) I told you, I have this theory about Michael Myers, and I'm starting to think if they would just invite him to Thanksgiving— he wouldn't kill him at Halloween, yeah. <laughs> or want to kill him. Well, there, you, there you go. Maybe, maybe, he, maybe he just was looking for love. He's just waiting for the family to invite him. You know, it's like, uh, well, the Friday the Thirteenth. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. If you haven't seen it yet, go out and see it. Uh, the mom was the first one, and then the second one it was Jason, right? So Jason Voorhees was the. Uh, oh yeah, I always get Jason and Michael one. mixed up. Right. So, yeah, Jason was. So that was that was a scary movie as that well. That one but, was terrifying. Um, but I remember being because everybody's been to camp. Mm-hmm. You know, when you were a kid, everybody. You know, at least you probably went to some camp. But uh, the the Freddy Krueger thing, the first one, the first um, nightmare came out, and it was. Uh, Yeah, I remember, but I hated that movie because I remember thinking how impossible it would be to not sleep. And I was like, well, this isn't even fair. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, if, if, if you want to do a tie-in from both your stories here, I believe Kevin Bacon was either in the first. He was in Friday the 13th. In Friday the 13th, yeah. Mm-hmm. He played one of the counselors. Because he was one of the camp counselors, <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yeah, scary stuff. <laughs> that does it for this week. We will try to do better next.